Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. Podcast marketing is difficult. There is no way around that, but there is one core tenet of marketing anything that many indie podcasters simply forget. I'm going to talk to you today about a lesson that I was reminded of by my log guy, the guy that I buy my logs from, perhaps not anymore. It's an interesting story and it's something that I know that we can all learn from. This is the Podcast Accelerator. I'm your host, Mark Asker, CEO and co-founder of Rebel Base Media, where we make podcasting tools to make your life easier, including the world's only growth-oriented podcast host, Captivate.fm, that allows you to host multiple shows for one simple, single monthly cost and access all features on any plan. So if you're looking for a podcast host that really cares about your growth and that provides community and services to help your audience to flourish, Captivate.fm should be your choice. We also just launched our brand new podcast launch accelerator course, which is a four-step plan to help you to launch your podcast, find your first 100 listeners and cover your costs in just 28 days. That's entirely free and comes with the fantastic podcast launch crib sheet over at podcastsuccessacademy.com. We've got hundreds of people going through that podcasting process. Now you could be one of them if you are yet to launch podcastsuccessacademy.com. So we do have a little story today from a very recent experience, actually, this week, something that I did this week and something that I was really interested by when it came to kind of marketing and I suppose sales and how that relates to our podcast and growing our audience and building our subscriptions. But before we do that, of course, just a very quick shout out to Aweber. Now, if you're on my email list, if you're a Rebel Based Media podcaster, you'll be getting this episode as an email as well. And I'll tell you the story, perhaps with a couple of extra details in the email. And you could be doing the same. It's very effective for increasing downloads, increasing listenership. I do get more listens, I get more replies, I get more engagement when I send out an email about my podcast. So if you aren't doing the same thing, go ahead and just start to use Aweber for something similar at markasquith.com slash Aweber. It's free with no credit card required. So marketing, like I said, is the one piece of podcasting that the vast majority of actual podcasters don't know much about, despite it being genuinely the only way to grow an audience. It's a simple fact, and it's my mission, as you know, to help every independent podcaster like you, like me, to get better at marketing said podcast. So today I'm going to tell you a story about someone who failed to sell me something last week that I wanted, something that I'd already bought from them, something that I'd bought before, and then 
I'm going to tell you what we can learn as podcasters about this experience. Now, you might know this about me. I used to own a digital agency. We we did work for so many people all over the world, from the local grassroots plumber, the local grassroots manufacturing business and startup, right through to some of the biggest brands in the world. And we built software, we did branding, we did all sorts of work throughout those years. And we pitched to do a little bit of work with a UK influencer who went on to become a good friend and a mentor to me, and he told me something that has been with me ever since. I already want this new brand, he said. And I want this new website that you've pitched me. I know that already. You just need to make it easy for me to say yes. And the reason that that stuck with me so much is that it's the core of all marketing. All we've got to do is make it easy for anyone to say yes to the next thing that we want them to do. Whether we're right down at the bottom of the podcast marketing funnel and we want them to say yes to supporting our podcast on Patreon, or right at the top asking them for the very first time, to listen to our podcast trailer. Our only job is to make someone say yes to the very next thing that we want them to do. Every single piece of our podcast marketing is just one directional instruction on a road that we guide people down. And just like any journey, if the road and the directions aren't clear, then the traveler's going to get disoriented, going to get confused, frustrated, and eventually just going to turn around and leave. And I had this experience last week. And it made me think, like I said, about podcasting and how we can market our podcast better. So here's the ballad of the terrible salesperson. So Sam and I, we've got a log burner in our home and it's lovely. It's really warm in winter. It's really nice. It looks beautiful and it makes a really nice marshmallow toaster in summer. Just as the name would suggest, log burner, it requires logs to burn. You see, there's a bit of a problem there. Because of the pandemic, good old COVID, there aren't any readily available logs here in the British Hills. More specifically, we can't get hold of something called seasoned logs. But other types, kiln-dried and other types of logs, apparently they are available. Now, I'm no log expert at all. I know how to move them with my hands from the bag into the log store, into the fire. I know how to burn them with the log burner. That's it. Simple. You might say, actually, that I'm one type of person in the log discoverability triangle if anyone is familiar with my podcast, Discoverability Triangle, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm someone that knows about logs. I know they exist, but I don't really know any specifics. I don't really know how to get them too well or what other types exist. Okay. I'm just aware that I probably need some. Now, in short, I am primed to be sold. All right. I know I need logs. I've had them before, but I don't know about what other logs are available, nor whether they're any good for me. I'm prime to be suckered into a deal by the right salesperson, especially someone that I've bought from before, right? Well, I thought so. So I called up the log guy, the guy who had bought logs from before. I literally bought the last lot of logs, two big old sacks, nearly two tons of logs. I bought them from this chap before. He knows us. So he answered as he usually does in a jolly approachable way and explained to me that the great log shortage of 2021 does actually exist and that if you want logs, you're going to have to season them yourself. Boom! Marketing mistake number one. I don't know what seasoning means. I don't know how to do it, nor do I know if by seasoning my own logs, they're going to be ready to burn within an acceptable time frame, in a time frame that stops Sam freezing a poor little feet off. I don't know if that's the right purchase for me because I've never done that before. So I told him that. I told him all that and I asked him what my alternatives were. Already knowing, remember at the back of my mind, that other types of log exist, kiln dried and such, and may be available to buy, and that all they had to do was tell me which to buy and give me a little sales patter as to why they'd be good for me. 
I'd have bought them right there and then. But boom, instead of doing that, marketing mistake number two. His response was, well, it's up to you, mate, really. I'll deliver anything you want. Wrong. I don't know what I want because I'm not the expert. I called you because you are the expert. I don't want to feel like I've made a bad decision and wonder about it for days afterwards. Did I waste my money? I don't know. I don't want that. I want the trusted expert, the person who has positioned themselves as someone I can trust to guide me, to tell me what I need and why I need it, plus how to easily get it. So to wrap up, I thought I'd give it one more go. I asked him, the log expert, remember, about those kiln-dried logs that you've heard so much about and whether they'd be suitable. Would they burn hotter or longer or cooler or shorter? In short, are they a decent buy? Could I get them and should I get them? What's the difference? What's What would be the change? Boom. Again, the third and final marketing mistake from the log guy that I'd bought from before. The thing that finally put me off buying from that person ever again. Upon asking him what the difference is between these other logs that I could buy and get delivered today, would they burn hotter or longer or shorter or cooler? His answer was, well, it depends on what you do with them, doesn't it? I have got no idea what I can do with them. What? I just want to burn them. I don't know the nuances of a quality burn. I don't know any of that. I just want Sam to be warm and have enough logs at home to make me feel like I've done a little bit of exercise by moving them. He lost the sale because he made it confusing, frustrating, challenging, and didn't give me any answers whatsoever. He gave me no clear direction, all right? He assumed that I had the same level of knowledge as he did. So roll in my saviour, log guy number two, and the lesson that we can learn for our podcast. I told that guy, the first guy that I'd think about it, leaving the phone call with zero intent of ever contacting him again for my log needs. I will never use that person again. I, just, I will never use it again, because I just simply do not know if... It's a useful buy. I just don't know that. So I got my Google on, went to Google, started Googling around, spent a few minutes trying to find someone else. And I found another local chap to whom I laid out my great log shortage of 2021 quandary and who responded instantly with one clear line that made me open my wallet and literally on the spot buy from him. His answer was this. Yes, there is a log shortage, but it's only the seasoned logs that are having a bit of a problem. So kiln dried, they're going to cost a little bit more And they're going to burn a little bit quicker. But if you close the vent on your fire halfway, once the fire's started, then they'll still last long enough to not cost a fortune. Boom. I bought then and there. And do you see the difference? Okay. I bought instantly from this fella for a few different reasons. Mainly because he, number one, didn't make me feel like I was on the outside of his own little expertise bubble. And he didn't alienate me by assuming a level of pre-existing knowledge. In short, he didn't make me feel stupid. Number two, he acknowledged my needs. Number three, he provided a really simple and short, concise solution that required very little thought from me on a decision that I was best serviced by through experiencing the product. In short, let's take the risk on these kiln dried. Kiln dried, you've given me enough background knowledge that I can be confident that this is a comfortable buy and I can then make my own decision because I will have experienced them once I've bought them. Number four, he waylaid those fears that I had. Remember that? Is it going to burn too fast? Is it going to burn too hot? Waylaid them very quickly and clearly. And last up, he spoke in really simple language about his topic that I, no expert, could very easily understand. So what lesson can we learn from this to benefit our podcast marketing? Well, we're so close to our podcast, aren't we? We often speak about that podcast really, really 
heartily and passionately, but the trouble is that we often can't speak about it clearly and concisely. So that means when it comes to an elevator pitch, when it comes to someone saying at podcast movement or in the pub, oh, a pub, what it would be like to be in a pub. We often get too complex. We try to squeeze in every single possible thing that our podcast does and could ever do in the future in order to sell the podcast to potential listeners. This is called pitch mode. It's something that startup founders like myself and business owners like myself really become wary of. It's called pitch mode, where instantly we drop into pitching every potential facet of our product, service, or content, and we pitch it way too heavily because we think that by telling someone everything, they will be more impressed. So the challenge becomes that we're too afraid of being concise with our podcast marketing and our elevator pitch because we love it so much that we're excited by it and we instantly drop into that pitch mode in a vain attempt to make the casual inquirer love the podcast as much as we do. But it's too much. And compounding that, we're really worried that people won't know where to listen to our podcast. This is a great example of that. So we use these really convoluted calls to action like listening Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Deezer, GeoSavant, Ghana, and wherever you get your podcasts. That is super confusing for new people. Sure, we can use that phrase and those who are in the know are going to get it. You know, those that already have a podcast app, they'll hear Spotify and go, right, that's where I get my podcast from. It's in there. I'll just look for it. They've already got that podcast app and they can fire it up and find your show. But what about the new listener? The person who is listening to your trailer for the very first time and thinking, hmm, this show actually could be something that I'd like. We have to be clear. We must be the trusted guide and we must act like the fabled second log guy. Maybe we could do something like this. Listen in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, if you're new to podcasting, the easiest place to start is right here at markasquith.com slash listen. Do you see the difference? I'm using my single subscription link from Captivate to take all of the decision-making out of the hands of the new listener. Just one clear, simple, and concise direction from where they can choose the next step to subscribe into my podcast. In short, I'm making it easy to say yes. And this logic applies to all of your podcast marketing. This is a simple, straightforward example that you can use today. But in short, our job is to help people to make the decision to listen to our podcast by showing them the way that works for them. Not by assuming that they know about podcasting, not by assuming that they're in love with our podcast as much as we are. Well, you know, at least not yet. Marketing is tough, all right? That's an actual fact. But as podcasters, we already know how to communicate. It's what we do. What if we just take a little time to think about simplifying what we ask people to do at every stage of the listener acquisition flow and make each step clear, concise, and obvious? It's something that I'm striving for with my podcasts, something that we can try together, and it's something that I hope that you can learn from and implement today. So let me know if this helps. Let me know if you need a hand. Hit me up on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. If you've got the email, let me know by reply if you have any questions, and we can always discuss it either on the podcast launch office hours that take place in our podcast launch accelerator Facebook group every Friday, or if you're a Captivate podcast website or podcast success academy paid user, you can take advantage and we can talk about this in our monthly deep dive podcast growth Q&As, all right? But remember, make it easy to say yes.